we've got a double header today. What's the one thing that I absolutely love to do at the start of the year and what you should do if you're struggling with setting New Year's resolutions, goals, the words of the year, all that sort of stuff, because maybe 2023, she's rough. She's rough for a lot of people. So maybe you've got a lot of baggage. Here's what I want you to ask yourself instead. And it is one powerful question. What is up, my Do the Brave Thing online business peeps? Kate Doster or katedoster.com. And as always, I am super excited to be in your ear holes today. I'm just debating about releasing these as two separate episodes, like do like one on a Tuesday and one on a Thursday. But I'm like, you know what? I put these together in an email. I am going to shove them together here. So in this week's episode, we're actually tackling two different topics. The first one that we're going to tackle is what to do if you are struggling with setting goals, if you can't think of like words of the year, if a vision board is not coming to you, if you're just like, like this is just a lot, right? And the other thing that we're going to tackle is the ultimate reset. So Sunday resets has really come into vogue in 2023, or at least on my side of the internet. And so there's something that I do every single year, quarter, or honestly, when I'm just being overwhelmed. And it is called a digital fresh start or clean slate. I also heard it called digital bankruptcy because I was born that another creator, Julie from Funnel Gorgeous, does something very similar to this. I love great minds, think alike there. And so we're going to go through exactly what a digital sort of fresh start is or a reset, the areas to look at and all that. Don't worry, I'll have a link in the show notes to help you out with that as well. So that way you don't have to ferociously take notes. We'll definitely listen to the rest of the episode. So the very first thing that we are going to tackle is what to do if you are struggling with setting goals, you have all this ambition, but maybe last year just did not go as planned. And so you're finding yourself kind of intimidated, kind of overwhelmed. You're like maybe even a little defeated, even though you're like, oh, it's like a fresh start. It's new year, new me type of situation. But you're like, oh man, like it's just, it's so much blank space. What do I do? Here's what I want you to ask yourself instead. Besides figuring out like a word or phrase of the year, that's like vibe or energy that you want to stand into. Mine this year is the word calm. Uh, in past years, I've had ambition, essential on every level, abundance. I'm just getting started. Some people have peace. Other people have overflow ease, determination, like again, it's whatever that vibe is that you want to bring in to 2024. So you can definitely spend some time thinking of that. But if you're having a hard time really setting your goals, trying to figure out what you want to do, all of that, here's a question that I heard on a different podcast. It was on a bodybuilder health podcast I listened to, but I thought it was a really interesting question. And it honestly just like set me on fire for 2024. And the question is, what do you, or in this case, I, want to go pro in in 2024. So that's what I want to ask yourself. Again, if you want to sit down and journal it, you can. If you're more like me and you're like an auditory person, you can send yourself a voice memo. You can just think about it in your brain hole. What do you want to go pro in in 2024? So in this context, he was actually talking about becoming a professional bodybuilder and he was talking about the daily boxes, weekly boxes that he would need to sort of check off in order to hit that goal. But he also wanted to be a pro dad. And this is what I thought was the really interesting of the looking outside of the business space, because he's also um, owns quite a big business. And it's like, what actions or how does a pro professional dad show up, right? So that means like being present with his kids, which again, then he sort of like broke down, you know, when he's actually like playing with her, like not being on his phones, making sure that he's setting up fun activities on Saturdays, and not just like relying on his wife to do that, you know, you know, taking the initiative, like all this sort of stuff. And I thought that it was really interesting. And especially that going pro part, because I don't know how you are into sports, but <laughs> professional athletes have off seasons, meaning they are not go, 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 discipline, 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 hard time all the time, right? 
They are not. They have these times and these seasons of being not like a little lax and not showing up, but like it's just the focus is a little different, right? So like in my powerlifting, like if I'm preparing for a meet, like meet prep is a lot different than when I'm just like normally going to the gym, right? It's a lot more intense. It takes a longer time. There's a lot of more mental bandwidth. But in my off season, or as I like to call it, improvement season, it's a little bit more, more relaxed, a little bit more free. And so I want you to start thinking like that. Like somebody isn't playing professional basketball 365 days a year. They have off weeks so they can rest. They have on seasons, off seasons. Granted, they have stuff to sort of like prep them and keep them going, right? So that's kind of the mentality that I really sort of like about what does it mean to be growing pro in something. And so I decided this year that I wanted to go pro in manifesting, which is such an odd thing. You'd be like, what? Manifesting? So it is a practice that I like to think that I am pretty good at. I managed to get this house on the exact date that I said that I was going to get it for, for the exact price. Like there was no doubt in my mind, but it's definitely a practice for me that involves a lot of mindset work above anything else. Like what in me is showing up, what patterns have been showing up, whether it's in my head, whether it's outside, and what like energy and vibe do I not want to be around anymore? And what do I want to bring in? And what I found in 2023, and I talked with a lot of business owners and a lot of businesses, like the revenue were down a little bit, ours was down a little bit, not like huge, huge, but like it was, I mean, I shut down one of most major programs, right? So like, I'm already expecting Kate, probably a little bit higher, but just in general, I really like how manifesting in and of itself really makes you take a look at the closets of the inside of your brain. And something that I want to leave behind in 2023 is this addiction to chaos energy. Now, as somebody that's got ADHD, like <laughs> it's a little bit hard uh, because if you have ever found yourself, like if you are the most calm and collective in a crisis and never always looks for you, but like doing one day and task, like actually calling the doctor to cancel or reschedule an appointment, it's just something like you can't bring yourself to do, but like Literally, if the house is on fire, like you'd be like, do this, do that, do that, do that, do it, right? Like that's what our brain thrives off of. And so really, the reason why I picked calm as my word of the year is that unlike ease, which you would think would flow in to manifestation, for me, calm has the sort of sense of calm confidence. Like, yeah, I'm going to get this done. Yeah, this podcast is going to be great, right? So I love that because that still leaves me my room for ambition and to try hard, but like not stress myself out about it. And I feel like sometimes with ease, I'm like, well, like, I don't like to necessarily sit on my laurels. Like I like to create stuff, but I want to create it from a space of expansion and not from stress and not from like this chaos energy that I wanted to get away from. Because that was really what a lot for me in 2023 was a lot of like chaos energy. And so that's why I had picked going pro and manifesting because it's like, yes, like I can get my revenue up. And I just realized I hadn't especially around business and even like material things, which I'm more of like an experiences person rather than a material person. But like, I felt like I didn't have any real tangible things to shoot for, which is why like nothing sort of happened and like everything felt for like the minimums, which like luckily my energetic minimums are nice to have, but I want those to be even higher, right? Like I don't want to just be like, you know, we're, we're above just surviving. Like I can't lie to you guys. But, like I want it to be like out there. And so it's like, what was in me that was not getting myself out there, what was sort of blocking me off from those things. So it's just really interesting. So one of the things about like going pro manifesting is like, well, you know, I need to kind of get back to the basics and be back to like the vibe of it. So I'm going back through a money mentality makeover by Amanda Francis. It is not open right now. Usually she opens it in February. I'll drop a link down below to an email that's got the digital cleanup thing that we're talking about here, but it also talks about, um, there's a link to join 
um, the wait list for Money Mentality Makeover. And Amanda gives like a whole bunch of like bonus videos and stuff too. I will say Amanda is not everyone's cup of tea. I really do think you need to find the mindset, even the money mindset teacher that really, really works for you. That's definitely something that we're going to be talking a lot more, not like just about Amanda Francis, but like Kate's version of what this is looking like. And I think that this podcast is going to be a really great medium because if I'm being honest, I have always really loved talking about mindset and manifestation and all that sort of stuff. And while I don't want that to necessarily be like my whole thing, I do think that what makes me unique besides teaching you what to do is to make sure that your brain actually gets it done. Like that's the comment that I hear from everyone. I'm like, yeah, they love like the copywriting module and love your list when we still offered it, but they really loved the mindset module. They loved the reframe of don't be a jerk, send an email because if you only send one and somebody just happened to not check their computer that day and now all of a sudden you're on page two, now you're never going to help them. So like, don't be a dick, help them out. Right. And we got so many comments about that launch episode that we talked had, you know, right before the end of the new year. <laughs> we were like, I just, I really needed to hear that. And so I'm like, I really want to be able to sort of like speak that truth. So I'm just, I'm really excited. So if you were having a hard time, ask yourself, what do you want to go pro in? And then I think that's really going to reveal a lot about sort of some core values that you have. And then again, what do those steps look like? Again, I am going to do everything that I know how to do in the metaphysical and in the physical and to be able to show up, but just to be able to have like this like presence and this vibe about me. Again, I don't feel like I've necessarily been like low vibe, but I definitely have not been at my highest frequency in 2023. And I think that a lot of people are like that. Like I have to say, if I've been looking at a lot of people years in review, I think there's like literally one person in it, a fitness influencer that I follow. Well, she's a powerlifter slash bodybuilder. She's the only one that was like 2023 has <laughs> Everyone else was like, it was rough. It was a rough one. It was, there's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of change. But I think that 2024 is just going to be, it's going to be epic. And that's my intention with this episode and us going forward and just everything and just I'm really excited again even though my word is calm I'm still always gonna be me we're still gonna put in the puns so the second half of this double episode because I wanted to make it a double episode is the digital reset also called the fresh start the clean slate like I said Judy from Funnel Gorgeous I believe uh she does a version of this and I think she calls it bankruptcy which I don't like that because negative vibes but I like the fresh start so what is that so basically, we're going to focus on five key areas for digital clutter. And then I have a bonus fifth one or sixth one, which is financial. So we'll start with actually the bonus one because why not? So the bonus fifth one for financial is basically you're going to set a timer for 10 minutes. And I want you to look through either your credit cards, all of them, or your bank statements. And you're going to look for those subscriptions and do this for your business and your personal. So this is why I say 10 minutes so we don't get super overwhelmed. And I want you to start canceling things and downgrading things. So like if you're paying for Acudia every single month, right? Because you're like, oh, well, sometimes I do podcasting guests and I need the paid features. Go to batching, right? Record all of your guest episodes in like the month of February and then downgrade it to free. Like companies all of the time do not care if you come back. And most of the time, you'll still be, grand not all the time, most of the time you'll still be grandfathered into the old rate that you had. So definitely look at that. Like we were still paying for Podia at one point, um, active campaign, but we decided that I'm going to use that for my contributors for the back to business bundle. So we had that Zapier we needed to downgrade since we're no longer using Podia and we use Side Learn. And there's just like so many things. And you might actually find there's something that you use all the time that maybe you've got some money set aside where you can maybe upgrade to the annual plan. Like something that I love paying for every year and when that sounds like deadline funnels because we use it for automated webinar funnels. I use it for a lot of things to turn off pages. Like it's my little buddy and that's definitely worth it for me. So I want you to look at not only your business monthly and annual expenses, 
but this is like the one that we were really talking about in the email and that is like streaming services right or like a monthly credit report thing they might be paying for or you know are you paying for what is it like fabletics i think that's the name of it i don't know if like skims has a subscription service but like be ruthless like, and I know that a lot of people like have that fear of loss, but like, oh my goodness, like, oh, but like if I do it this time, like, trust me, they will bend over backwards to try to get you back. Like they will try to get you back so hard. But like, do you really need serious when you've got Amazon music or when you just get Spotify? Like look at those things. So for streaming services, we definitely stream hop all of the time. So the current one that we have right now is Hulu and Disney, but we only got them because we got them for a package. Usually we just do one at a time in the house because for most of us, we have YouTube. Probably we'll be looking into getting like the premium YouTube at some point since everyone in my family does watch it quite a bit. That's like our main sort of entertainment source. But like I only have Disney Plus when Loki is out, right? And we kept Hulu because we like watching Bob's Burger for Christmas. So I guarantee you by February, we probably won't have any. Or again, like if Netflix comes out with something, we'll get rid of Hulu. So we definitely do that a lot. So don't think like, oh, it's just like $10 a month or it's just like this. Those little things add up. Like, I think that you forget, like, oh, it's just $10 a month. That's $120 a year that you just gave yourself a raise in because you don't necessarily need it. So don't let that fear of loss really come against you. Because, and we talk about this inside of Love Your List when we're still offering this course, people have a bigger sense of like sunk costs and loss costs. Like, if I told you, like, oh my goodness, like tires are on sale for like, you know, $5, right? You're like, oh, like, that's pretty exciting, right? Maybe you kind of like need tires and like, like go to the store. But if I tell you, like, oh my God, someone's stealing your tires then you're going to be on it, right? Because obviously it's going to cost you a lot more than five. But still, like, even if we're like tires are $200, you'd be like, oh, who cares? Someone's stealing your $200 tires. Then you're going to care, right? So first area that we are tackling, that's the bonus area because it's not like necessarily digital, but it is streaming services. Um, and it also falls under the second one, which we're going to talk about, which the second area is media consumption. So I know that you're podcast listeners. I know that you probably have a bunch of podcast episodes you have not listened to maybe even this one, I want you to delete all the episodes that you haven't listened to. And I want you to be honest. If there is a podcast that you have four or five episodes that you have not listened to, unsubscribe from it. Unfollow shows relentlessly right now. I want you to come into this with only the best of the best, only the cream of the crop, only the ones that you, the second it hits your iPod, the second it hits your phone, you are listening to them. Get rid of everything else. Don't worry, you can always go back to it. I cannot tell you how many times I've unsubscribed and resubscribed to the online marketing. No, not not Amy Portfields. Um, it is not for lazy marketers by Emily Hirsch, right? Like, because her stuff is really dense and it's really great. And sometimes I want to know what she's talking about. Other times I'm like, oh man. So like you can always go back to it. And if you forget the podcast, then it really wasn't that impactful. So like get rid of the podcast. Anything on your, you know, to watch later list on YouTube, clear those things out, clear out who you're following on social media. Like you can mute people. If you're like, oh man, like I really want you to curate your feed and curate what is actually coming into your body. And now is just the best time. Unsubscribe from a whole bunch of email lists. I know you're like, oh, this. And this is what I tell all of my peoples. Like you're going to see another big influx of unsubscribe over the next couple of days because everybody is in this refresh reset. And I think that it's really, really important. And don't worry, we're going to talk on the inbox in a second. So we are going to delete podcast episodes we haven't listened to. We're like, oh, yeah, listen to them later. It's not going to happen. We're going to unfollow or mute people just like savagely on social media. We are going to clear out all of our to watch laters and all that sort of stuff. And we're going to unsubscribe from, again, channels, followers, all that sort of stuff. We're going to get rid of. The third one, and this is one everyone loves the absolute most, and this is your inbox because I know it is ridiculous. What you are going to do 
you are going to go create a tab and it is going to say 2023 and you can call it refresh because again, I really like that a lot. Drag everything from your primary folder. Again, I'm doing this based off of Gmail, but yours might be a little bit different. Everything from your primary folder, just drag over into that tab. So you're not even archiving it. You're just dragging it over. It's getting it out of your inbox. So what you're going to be able to do is when you do have a little bit more time or a little bit more bandwidth, you can get over here. And if you don't necessarily get over here to a couple of days, anybody who truly, truly needed you, truly needed you, will email you back and be like, oh, just bump me this up to the top. Like no one is ever really rude. The other aspect of this refresh, like I said, it's all still there. We're not getting rid of anything is I like to go over to the motions tab. I will do a quick scan of re because re and then the colon because that means somebody that replied back to my newsletter they reply back to an invoice but for some strange reason it didn't go into primary which happens i drag all those over into primary they go into the refresh folder right i do the same things for the updates tab so in the updates tab since it's usually not newsletters but like it'll be like randomest things i will take a note of like what is showing up in here a whole bunch and can i have it skip my inbox and just go straight to a new tag and again, set up those filters, take the couple of minutes, and it's going to make your life so much easier. So anytime we get PayPal notifications, anytime we get notifications from uh, Thrivecart, because we make sales every day, she said modestly, right? Like we have all of those go into the tab. So we always have that email, we always have that record of it, but it's not clogging up the main brain space of myself and Abby, like, oh, I've got to deal with it, right? So after you set up some filters, Again, we just delete everything that is in the promotions tab. If deleting feels too harsh because you're not going to be able to ever search for it again, you can archive everything. So that just means it gets hidden and you can still search for it by name or by sender. Uh, so say you're like, oh man, like I never, you know, got to catch up on all of Kate's emails. Like I don't want to get rid of them, but like, ah, what do I do? Just go up to the top, hit everything at archive, and then you can search my name one day when you're bored, right? You're never going to, but you could hypothetically. So this is how we are going to get rid of that digital clutter. And this is how we're going to get you back to that fresh start to that inbox zero. And I'll sort of look at like how you're treating your inbox. Are you treating it like a to-do list? And should you, this is our next one, really be looking at your project management system and how you're tackling your day to day. So for the project management system, and this again can depend on the software that you're using or not using or tools. And I know that we all try a bunch of different things, right? So we use Trello currently, and I've tried a whole bunch of different things, but that seems to be the one that we come back to. So what I like to do, and I always have to let my Abby know because she's my, my right-hand lady if I ever talk to her, I will create a brand new board that is literally like Kate and Abby's new list 2024, right? I'll put a card to the old board on there like and vice versa. So that way if Abby like didn't update her links, she'll be able to see where we're now working from. And like, you know, there's a little note like this one's old. So everyone knows I changed my one tab over on Google Chrome, which we'll talk about that in a second, to go over to my new board so that way I have it. But what I make sure to do is I look to see what about this isn't functioning. And that's what I want you to ask yourself about your systems when you're doing sort of this digital reset. What about this is not working? What is getting too cluttered? What is too spacious? What is like freaking you out? So what was freaking me out about our to-do list is that we had too many columns oddly enough, right? So we had a column that you would think would like really help me out because it would keep me really motivated. And it was called like a good vibes list. But then because I know this Kate and Abby board is supposed to essentially be all my to-do boards, having a good vibes boards with everyone's screenshot and having a reference section and having upcoming events and then my to-do list and then like all this stuff, I was getting very, very overwhelmed. And even though with Trello, I can have different views and I can filter it by myself, for some strange reason, like the filters don't always stick and I'd have to manually do that. So in our new version, instead of having a reference 
list, right? Or even a good vibes list, um, I'm just going to have a little card, <laughs> just one card. It's like reference and it's going to go to an actual reference board or it can actually come back to this one. Also, like, you know, the ideas that we need to have in the future, like that should not be on my to-do list board. My to-do list board needs to be what are some of the things that aren't involved in our major projects. These are like day-to-day. -day. We found out that there is a video inside of Trello Magic that it's not showing my mouse moving. It's just me talking. It's like I need to re-record that after I'm done with this one, right? So, right, that needs to be on there. Whereas I need to finish writing the swipe copy because we had three sets of swipe copy that we needed to do for the back to business bundle coming in February. Very excited, everyone. So <laughs> I need to make sure that I still re-record those videos. So again, it's what am I actually putting on this list? How is this handling it to me? Um, we were doing it at one point where like Abby was just like forwarding the emails and then my inbox was getting like too overwhelmed and things weren't getting done. So again, really have this chance to be like, what is working about the system? What's not working about the system? And realize that systems whether you're neurodivergent or not, like they're always going to break at some point. They're always going to need updating. No one is a machine. You're not a machine. So like do it. It's quite all right. So like I said, I like to start it with that fresh start of that brand new board. Yes, I move over some cards. Yes, I move over some to-dos, but it's again, how can I make this clear? And I think this really comes to that me having my word of the year be calm and be like so important that way that I just, I really like it. So the Ness aspect, and yes, like I said, I have a link to an email where I wrote this all that was do this before 2024. It's okay that you're doing it now that it's 2024. So that way you're not like, oh man, I forgot stuff. So we have our inbox that we're taking care of. We have our media consumption that we're taking care of. We have our finances, our project management, which leaves us with two more, which is your desktop slash file storage and your cell phone. Okay. So let's go with the desktop slash file storage. Something that I implemented in 2023, which was a game changer for me, is that I created this folder and it's literally called, I'm going to swear everyone, um, we're going to call it stuff to delete. So anytime I delete some, I download something from Canva because Canva stores everything for me, I can shove it over there and just like delete it. Right. Um, and I'm talking like Instagram posts and stuff like that. If it is things that like I'm making for like the back to business bundle or an asset for a program, obviously that then goes into a folder for that program. And then I store all of my files primarily on Dropbox because I love Dropbox. It's sunk to my Mac. It is the coolest. I can hit the search function on my Mac and it also searches my Dropbox. So I'm a big Dropbox proponent. You guys can't tell. But I need you to delete all those screenshots that you're never going to look at. Just like throw them away. I have a lot of random US, uh, CSV files that we had. We deleted all of those, right? Again, if it's something that I can go and get in under 10 seconds, I'm going to delete it. I don't need to be keeping it. So kind of look to see like, what are you sort of digitally hoarding? Can you be a big person and just like rip the bandaid off? And I'm telling you, try this stuff to delete folder. So every day at the end of the day, I'll just drag it. I'll just drag it right on in there. And I absolutely love it. The other thing for digital file storage is at the end of the year for the folders that I have on my computer, I will drag all of them except for my one current project. That's all I guess one current project that I am working on. Everything else goes into a Dropbox folder that is called 2023 and it has subfolders. So I have 2023 desktop, I have 2023 screenshots, and 2023 memories. Okay. So this is how I organize everything. And everything that is like randomly like just thrown into my Dropbox and like I can't see, and this is especially, especially for Google Drive, you're like randomest things floating everywhere. I'll have Dropbox 2023 as that folder and everything will go in there. So that way I have a nice, fresh start. 
on my desktop. I don't have to worry about reorganizing all of my files and all that sort of stuff. No, nobody has time for that. You need to be taking more action. You need to be getting in front of more people. You don't have time to be organizing your files. You just don't. Shove them all into a folder, call it archive 2023, and you're good to go. We do the same exact thing with Google Drive as well. It's archived, it's there. We know it's good to go. Um, the only folder that I'm not putting into our archive 2023 folder for uh, Google Drive is one that we had migrating over to Thrivecart because that actually turned into our product folder, which I really, really love. And we added a numbering system too. So I just, I love it. Just fresh start. Again, we're not deleting anything. And I know most people are like, oh, I should really sort through things. You're never going to do it. It's a waste of your time to shove it in the archive and move on. You can come up with better system as you are going. I swear to you. And the last one is your cell phone. All those screenshots, all of those screenshots. And if you have a Samsung, I don't know how you guys handle it, but if you have an iPhone, instead of going to your recents folder, I want you to go to photos. I want you to scroll down past albums, go to media type, go look at how many screenshots you have. Chances are, again, your screenshots are only stuff that you have seen from other people online, ideas, recipes that you're never going to do. Delete all. Delete all of them. If you're like, oh my goodness, like I could not possibly. Well, get Dropbox on your phone. <laughs> get Google Drive on your phone, whichever one you like the best. Send them all over and then delete them. I want you to start with that fresh start. Again, you're never gonna look at most of these anyways. So I say like, be brave and just go ahead and delete them. They'll be great. For your actual photos, that's what I call memories. I just move all those to Dropbox. I don't go through my actual ones. Um, my videos I go through, but that's only because I've recorded an obscene amount of them for for powerlifting purposes. So those I do try to, to get through like when I've got like five minutes here, 10 minutes there, my brain just doesn't wanna work. But again, screenshots, I would just delete them all because I'm like, if I haven't looked at these other year, I'm not gonna look at them ever again. Like, I just, no, the recipe's not gonna happen. If I if I wanted it already, I would have put it someplace like special. Um, again, if you find a screenshot and you really, really like it, you can technically send it to your notes app or you can send it to your project management system. So there's a copy of the picture and then just go ahead and delete your stuff. So that is really what that digital reset is about. It's just about starting over fresh. It's not about necessarily getting rid of anything or burning any bridges. Technically everything besides your promotions tab, you're gonna be able to get to, which again, if you get the archive, you can always get back to that stuff. So the six areas that we're gonna look at are your inbox. Again, we're gonna create a folder for the primary tab. It just says 2023, uh, restart, fresh start, clean slate, whatever you wanna call it, drag everything over there. It is fine, you can always go through it when you have the time. <clears throat> And then again, like delete everything else, look for the reads uh, or archive everything. Your digital file storage, again, you're going to create something that says an archive and you're going to archive everything in there and it's going to be great. You're going to do the same thing to your desktop media consumption and just get rid of all the stuff that's lingering from 2023. If you didn't listen to it, then you're not going to listen to it now. Just, I know some cost fallacy and it hurts so bad. It's fine. Your phone, we're getting rid of the screenshots. We're getting rid, especially those, we're getting rid of the screenshots. We're moving all of our memories into a memory folder, someplace that's off of this. If you want to use like an actual hard drive, you can actually like using the cloud. It's my personal preference because it makes things easier. Your project management system, what's working, what's not working, be critical of that. If you need to have a complete fresh start board, go ahead and make one of those. Again, it depends on what you're using um, or new Notion sort of thing. Can you shove everything under one um, Notion doc, essentially, that says like 2023 archive. That's what we did because I like to use Notion to write things out, oddly enough. And then your financial, we're just going to get rid of subscriptions and things that we are not using, things that we can go ahead and downgrade. Even you're going to get some ideas on things that you can upgrade because maybe you do use it. 
a whole heck of a lot and you can save some money by able to upgrade to an annual plan. So I hope that this helps start your new year on the right foot. Again, what do you want to go pro in? And I like a million things, right? You can have like one personal if you want, one sort of business one or one like mine that sort of incorporates both because I think that it's really interesting and in how it can trickle in to other areas of your life. Maybe you want to go pro, you want to be a pro Instagrammer, maybe you want to be like going pro as a YouTuber, as a blogger, right? So that would mean that you are, you know, faster at creating things. Your SEO kind of goes up. Like it gives you some things to work on when you sort of think in this sort of like big cloudy picture, like the dream sort of look. So that is it for me today, guys. I might be seeing you later on this week. I might be seeing you next week. I got some interviews queued up. We got a lot of big things coming with the Back to Business Bundle. So you know you'll get a behind the scenes episode on that as well. And I will see you all next time.